But it's time that I can't use Rosemary on the door In time that I can't use It seems like sage is all the rage With the hippies nowadays But it's, it's time once again for another edition of Best Buds, sponsored by Treehouse, Craft Cannabis of Drakett and Pepperell, and coming later this year to Groton. I'm Gary Francis. The purpose of this program is to educate and inform about the cannabis industry in Massachusetts. We are here at the uh, Treehouse Craft Cannabis location at 61 Silver Lane in Drakett. I'm being joined today by Wes Ritchie. He is one of the co-CEOs and owners of the company and you know richie i would like to know how you got started in this business originally like originally originally gary i I mean let's go back as far back as we can okay when did you first find cannabis you know it's funny i actually first found cannabis and i guess it would be about 20 something years ago when i was in high school really i did and i um i had some friends who you know it was all street street uh street weed at that point sure um and so i had some friends you want my whole story oh sure okay sure so uh, I had some friends at that point who were, you know, at that point, it's sort of like dealing dime bags, nickel bags, things uh-huh. like that. So little quantities of weed. Um, and I wasn't really a smoker. But what I was was I was, you know, as a as a pretty out gay person, I was like friends with all the ladies. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. and so basically all the sort of my sort of dealer friends were like, you should help us out. You should get some ladies. Uh, you should get some ladies uh, to buy some of these little quantities. And I was like, I bet you I could do that. And uh-huh. so I, I dabbled in the, the black market uh, back in the day, many, <laughs> many moons ago. Um, and that's my origin story. Ah. Uh, and then it's always kind of been a passion. And, a you know, I grow at home, too. Sure. Um, and it's sort of a, a passion project. So. And then did you go, go to law school or did you work in the state house first? Uh, so I it's a, I did a state house first, and uh-huh. then I went to law school, and then I went back to the state house. Oh, okay. Um, and so I did sort of a, what I like to call when I knew everything slash before I knew anything phase. Sure. And, and then I went, learned some things, and then I was a little more useful for my second tour. So it almost sounds like uh, the uh, song from the 1970s, Back When My Hair Was Short by Gun Hill Road. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like your life story. That's it. It's funny. You know, it's funny. I and, and I sort of knew when this market was emerging, I just couldn't take my eyes off it. I was in politics. Sure. I was in, in government and, and really loving what I did. But I kept saying, you know, this is such a, an opportunity to do it right, to sort of have the vision of a place that really uh, brings together as employees and hires like a bunch no. of a diverse group of people uh-huh. and is really focused on finding the most awesome products in the state. And so it's been a weird, curvy journey. Yeah, of, it seems um, that way. Yeah. Now, were you involved in all the legislation that had to be put through in order to make it legal in Massachusetts? It's funny. Not really. I mean, really? yeah, tangentially. Huh. But I worked for legislators who never served on the Cannabis Committee. And ah. so, you know, we saw some of the work that came through, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't a priority. It wasn't a priority. And I'll tell ah. you, too, you know, the reason we have legalization is because of the ballot initiative. So the people really right. Did they this. spoke. They spoke, and the legislature legislators mostly dragged their feet. You know, God love them, but they mostly dragged their feet. And so it was a really. Con- I remember it being a contentious, confusing process. Uh huh. Yeah. And now it's bringing in millions a year to the state coffers. Millions and millions and millions. Absolutely. But they are still raising our taxes. 
We won't oh. go. We won't go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we'll, just go there. But just we'll, as, we'll go there. For, let me go there for a second. Okay. I'll go there for a second, which is just to say that I think right now, since it, we became legal, there's $4 billion in marijuana sales. $4 billion in Massachusetts. Wow. And so uh, I'm no good at math, but uh, 20% of that is what, it, is what has been. A proven. lot. A lot. Yeah. And so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's been a good driver. Well, you know, Massachusetts now seems to be living off the, uh, what they call the vice taxes. When we have the gambling now going on legally in the state, we have the cannabis sales. It's true. So I and, wonder what's next. <laughs> oh, someone told me this morning what they think is oh, next. Yeah. We, so you, we, you share it? We, share we, it. We, we won't go there okay, on the air. That's no. fair. Uh, now, you mentioned uh, you were a street dealer at one time, and the reason I want to hear about that was I'm hearing uh, and reading in the Wall Street Journal and other uh, publications that because of the uh, street dealers, and there are still thousands of them out there across the state, yeah. I'm sure, uh, it's affecting the prices between the fact that so many dispensaries are opening up and you still have so many street vendors out there that the prices are dropping. Yeah, and there's more production. So it's a really great topic. I'm glad you brought it up. You know, we... There's a lot of things going on. There's still what we there's you call it the black market, you call it the traditional market. I call it the gray market. The gray market. Yeah. I think that's right. And so, but basically that it that exists. It has always existed and it is still flourishing. You know, we see a lot of people who you still got the same hookup, you still got the same guy. That's how we all used to deal it. Yep. And so I think that yeah. I know one person who's been, you know, dealing it for years and he's had the same hookup for 30 years now i be- i believe it i mean you get someone who understands what they're doing and yeah. really so what the legal stores are doing is a lot of times we're trying to supplant that we're trying to be your place that right. is uh that has good reputable weed that's on the regular and it's been regulated been tested correct that's yeah. why it's so much better sure I mean, it's I, safer safer it's so funny you know i was thinking about this and talking with friends the other day and God only knows what we used to smoke. Um, we just don't know. We, it was no. never tested. It was all off the back of a truck or the back of a van or a back of a who knows what. Or the trunk of a car. Or the trunk of a car, you know, not kept and stored properly. No. Um, and so you just, it's a lot of people are transitioning from that black market or from that gray market to, um, to really liking to know what they smoke. And sure. The that they know is pretty safe. Well, we're also hearing so much about fentanyl being showing up in all these street products. I yeah. mean, it can be in, it can be marijuana. It can be in pills. It can be in anything. And, you know, I mean, sure, your products are tested to make sure that doesn't happen. That's right. And it's more than that, too. I mean, that's, you're totally right. That's such a significant thing. But, you know, one of the things, so we run a farm out in Colerain, Massachusetts, and one of the things that... That's out in the middle of nowhere, that's right? That's correct. Just yes. past Greenfield. It's a lovely drive this time of year. Um, but I will say that, you know, one of the things, it's not just that we test for, is there mold? Is there bacteria? Sure. We also make sure that there's no metals in it. And Oh, sure. And so, yeah, there's metals, there's any sort of pesticide, there's no pesticide contamination. And yep. so... That is a good thing about the regulated market is if you're looking for something that you know is doesn't have these other toxins or no. irritants, you know, that's our stuff. Now, running your own farm as you do, do you have any kinds of issues with animals? Do the animals like to eat the product or the birds come down and grab <laughs> seeds or the birds are probably the biggest uh the biggest invasive thing we have. So let me tell you, it's actually 
I guess the way to describe it is we have what looks like a fortress in Coleraine because of the regulations. And sure. So we have big fences um, that keep all the big animals out. Okay. Um, but so, anything that can fly can absolutely. So there's there. no, like, netting over everything. Nope. You see that in Florida a lot around citrus plants and yep. whatnot. You'll see the the fences, and then you'll see the net on the top to keep things from dive bombing into yeah, it we don't do that we don't do that you know we basically and i guess it wouldn't affect this but we are just we love being a company that has sun grown in the ground soil cannabis you know it's some of the don't get me wrong some of the indoor stuff is great sure um but we really love our outdoors our outdoor stuff and i will just say briefly if you'll let me do a plug uh, for what we have in Drake it right now. One oh, yeah, our, please. One of our favorite things we have is we have an outdoor bundle. And so we actually work with a bunch of the outdoor farms. They're only like 20 in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. We order our, our, we have our own pre rolls and we have other ones and we bundle them all together to give anyone who wants it sort of a taste of the outside. Oh. Yeah. It's a really cool thing that not a lot of places do. And I'm really proud of it. Now, when you mentioned the taste, that immediately made me think of something. Can you use cannabis? As a smoking ingredient, say you're going to smoke some ribs or some chicken on the grill. Can you use that as a uh, flavorizer or a? Well, you absolutely can in some cases. So it's really a dependence on new products. Well, there's a couple ways to cut this. Uh So, you know, a lot of our customers buy shake and shake is pre-ground flour, uh, pre-ground, mostly pre-ground flour. Um, and one of the things that people like to do with it because it's fat soluble is you, you make your own butter. Um, so it's a, it's an ingredient you can get here to make your own butter and you can put butter on anything. That's right. And so that's the long way, but we have a lot of folks in the area who really like to do that. And I've done it before too, although I'm not a great cook at that. I, last time I cooked my own butter, I thought my knees were on fire. Ah, now what about taking, uh, the product and sprinkling it on food like you would use oregano or basil that's a great question see you're sitting on these gold mines gary I, i'm telling you you got we got to get like an olive oil we got to get a top oh definitely olive oil yeah, yeah like those things aren't I've, I've heard about them on some of the west coast markets but uh-huh. i haven't seen any yet in massachusetts so now of course we just talked about other prices dropping and whatnot i'm also reading there was an article in inc magazine not too long ago that said that the california market is basically collapsing because there's so many growers and vendors out there yeah i think you're seeing a lot of that in the west coast california is collapsing oregon is like good god only knows well everybody and their brother seems to have a place out I in think oregon that's right i think it's, i think yeah. you're born with a cannabis license in uh in oregon <laughs> and so they've been giving out so many and so you know to your larger question about the prices dropping we have seen as more and more cultivators come online we're not even, we're not a mature market here in massachusetts cannabis sales started in 2018 right and so it's or no that can't even no no that's not even right it was later than that yeah ignore me on that they okay. started just a couple of years ago right and we really see more and more cultivators coming online. So that affects the supply and that yep. leads to the price compression that you're talking about. Sure. And so, you know, even what we've seen uh, to give you like real examples of what that means, we have right now like $20 eighths, which when we started a year and a half ago, and these are not just like gross, like they're good. Yeah. And so we've seen a lot of the, the prices drop from maybe our, when we opened our, our least expensive was like 40 bucks. Yep. They fall to, fall into like, 20 and so and we still have one of the things we do really well is we have the whole spectrum like you can get your boutique 79 or 69 dollars sure eighths um 
And those are actually delicious from a Drake-owned company, Bailey's Buds. Bailey's Buds. We've heard about them. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. We had the owners on the show before. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and they're so great. But we really... So you've seen prices fall across categories because there's more. there are more cultivators coming online. Oh. And of course, that's affecting the street vendors now too, probably, because if you can get a regulated, tested, purer product from a dispensary, why would you take the chance of going to the local street corner vendor who... That's totally right. Yeah, looks like he grew up in a junkyard, maybe. That's totally right. And you know, <laughs> I, I, well, that's right. And I'll tell you, though, one of the things... Some of these some of these street operations are very sophisticated. Oh, yes. Uh, very sophisticated. And some and are not. Some are absolutely not. <laughs> like, what are we smoking? What's in it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I will say, you know, this is something that I think the regulators in every state can do better, Massachusetts included, which is... There really should be a path for people who are good at this, people who don't have the capital to get into it, yeah. um, to to quote unquote go legit. Um, yeah. And so I think I think that's a big problem that yeah. that we haven't solved yet. Yeah. You're listening to Best Buds here on 980 WCAP and worldwide podcasts on the web. And we're brought to you by Treehouse Craft Cannabis, located at 61 Silva Lane. That's S-I-L-V-A. I spell it out now because so many people think I'm saying the color mm. silver, and there's no Silver Street as far as I know <laughs> nope. in Drake. It. And at 112 Main Street in Pepperell, you can visit their website, visit treehousema.com. Their Drake location, just off Route 113, is open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Saturday, Sundays from 10 to 6. The Pepper location opens at 8 a.m. Monday through Saturday. And you can always call uh, Drakeit, which was the original location, at 978-971-0420. Or once again, that website is visittreehousema.com. Now, I know you carry a uh, very special brand at both locations. Matter of fact, we have had the voice of the owner of the company, uh, on uh, the station here doing some ads. That would be Big Poppy from the Red Sox. Oh, yes, yes. We love Big Poppy. He actually also, I don't know if you know this, he filmed a video for us for our opening. In oh, did Pepper. he? He did. He ah. did. It's all over our social media, and he just wished us uh, a, a good, happy opening. Has and he visited one of the stores not yet? Not yet. Gosh darn is it. That, is that planned? Or? We're working on it. Okay. We're working on it. You know, he's he's doing more promotions as the brand ramps up in popularity, but uh-huh. we have he has pre-rolls that we carry. He has vapes that we carry. Um, and one of the fun things about this is he... This is what that means. You know, there's branding deals. We all know branding deals. Right. What he has done that makes it a little cooler is he actually has gone and made sure he approves of the flower before ah, he sponsors it. So he chooses his strains. I got you. Uh, so that's the influence he's exerting over the brand. And uh-huh. it's a special thing. It's a special thing. It's a little more than a lot of other brand deals. There seems to be a lot of uh, well-known influencers now and well-known stars who are getting into the business. Look at uh, Belushi, Jim oh, Belushi. Yeah. That's a great show if anyone hasn't watched it. It is. I don't know what it's on. The new season it. just started. Oh, I didn't know yes, that. Oh, yes. I guess I'm going to cancel my day. There That's you go. Um, yeah, there's a lot. You know, one of the, the first um, celebrity that we had at the store was Montel Williams uh, for all the 90s talk show. Uh, That's an odd one for to me. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one, right? And so, but he he came here and he did three hours on the floor. Really? Um, yeah, like a champ. And ah. so, and talked to all of our customers. And he has a, a vape brand. And so, ah, uh, but yeah, people are getting into it. I've heard there's Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg pre rolls up there. I don't know if that's uh, not surprised. Yeah, right. That sounds good. Not surprised. Now, uh, now we need. Uh, 
We need the Pope to get involved. Oh, that sounds right up his Wouldn't alley. that be good? That would be great. <laughs> I don't know. What do people think? Would you smoke the Pope? Smoke the Pope? <laughs> he probably, he probably would, you know. I think that's right. Sure. Now, I, uh, up until now, you, to come into the store, you had to bring cash with you, or you have a great, uh, telephone booth. It's very reminiscent of the Dr. Hugh, uh, Dr. Who's show. Yeah. And you have an ATM machine in there. Yeah. But I understand that they're finally loosening up some regulations and you're going to be allowed to take credit cards directly in the store. Yeah. It's coming. It's, uh, it's probably by the time you're hearing this, which is just a couple, you know, days, we'll yeah. be taking credit cards. So right now it's an interesting, here's the deal with cannabis. Sure. And, so with cannabis everything we do here is a workaround and so there's a really great payment processing company that we have started to work with that right now right now we can do cash we can do debit uh, but credit has always kind of been off the table but there are a few stores like us sort of leading the charge um, who will be able to take credit cards legally and Uh there are a lot of customers who want that you know we get calls uh, we got a call the other day here i was here and they said you know any, does anywhere take credit cards? We did, you know, when, yeah. and we were like, not yet, but soon, soon, soon. So, oh. uh, yeah, we're going to be the first in the area to do that. Okay. Is there a limit to the amount of products a person can buy at one time? There is. Um, the limit is set by the state. It's part of our, um, our whole overarching regulatory scheme that regulates marijuana like plutonium. Huh. And um, it is one ounce per day. Oh, that's all. That's one all. ounce. Now, is that one ounce of flour or one ounce of everything, everything combined? Combined. And so, what we have is ah. we have equivalencies. Uh, you have equivalent, you know, so like a distillate, uh, which you know, which is either vape or edibles. Sure. There's an equivalency of the poundage of flour. So, what uh-huh. that tends to mean is you can do five. You can buy about five edibles, uh, five things. Okay. Uh, which you know, the last you and me. Just a couple days, but <laughs> uh, now what about the soda? For example, you do have canned soda, yeah. or, is it, or is it bottled? Uh, we have both, actually. Okay, so and you guys met and interviewed Goodfields. We is did, bottled. yes. So that's another local company that we carry. They have bottled uh, bottled drinks, and then we also have canned drinks from a couple different companies. Okay, there's a new one that's actually flying off the shelf called Green Monkey. Green Monkey. Yeah, and really what it is, it's we have three types of a delicious soda. It's like a super delicious soda. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, it's also like right about the season when drinks are about to take off again. Oh, sure. It's like beach season. It's like the perfect beach drink. Right. Um, but we've actually really buffed out our drinks because it's funny. You just didn't, it's a new category. So everyone kind of has to try it for themselves and see yeah. how they like it. But I like it because it's social. So folks should head to their local I don't know, whatever store they go to in order to get their uh, cozies yes. so they can put the can in their cozies exactly right. and take it to the beach with that's them. exactly right. Just don't that's, get caught. Well, that's your business. <laughs> <laughs> that's everyone's, yeah. And so I don't know anything about that, but all I know is it's great on the beach. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Now, what are some of these flavors uh, of these three that you mentioned? Um, the one that I, is my favorite is like a passion fruit. Oh, and so I know it's super good. That um, does sound good. There's a citrus. Uh, so there's a green monkey citrus. There's a green monkey passion fruit. Uh huh. Um, my, you know, we also carry cantrip, which is one of my favorites. Um, and they have a, a grapefruit hibiscus, which is one of my favorites. Uh, I'm actually, I love drinks. It's probably my favorite category. Oh, really? Yeah, it's probably, my favorite. I like it all, but. Ah. Yeah. But you know, when you're. When you're a street dealer in, in high school, you're not dealing drinks. It's just no. a little dime bag. Oh, so yeah, it's sure. It's changed a lot. Sure. 
Now, in those days when you were doing that, did you have to package your own or did you get it prepackaged from your dealer? I don't think anyone considered me sophisticated enough to do that. Oh, the okay. Packaging of it. So okay. I just got my, here are your couple of little bags. So you didn't buy a pound at a time oh, and then subdivide it. No. Okay. We're talking some unsophisticated stuff. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. But everything here is pre-measured. It's all sealed in a package. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. It's a, it's all changed a lot. <laughs> what would you say the most popular product is? Is it flour or is it the edibles? It's definitely flour. It is. Yeah. Okay. It's sort of the classic, uh, the classic stuff that we all like. And I'll go even further and say that what we're running right now is sort of a, a, um, what's it called? It's a Blue Dream Mania, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a, it's a particular strain that is probably the most popular strain right now. We have it in flour, in pre rolls, in vapes. Oh, um, and it's a it's a sativa flower. It's a sort of an active high, and it's it's uh-huh. I think it's like the most popular strain right now. Um, and so we have like, yeah, we're really excited about that. Okay, okay, and of course you do have uh, things for pets. Absolutely, especially with the Fourth of July coming up. Right. We all know um, that our. Well, my, I have cats, but I uh, Turia McConer has um, has a dog, and uh-huh. fireworks always make them crazy. And so we are especially stocked with CBD treats around the Fourth of July. Uh, we learned that last year. Kind of mellows the dog out. Yeah, absolutely. And we've heard great feedback about them too. Those are, I think, they come from a company called Western Mass Hemp, and so it's uh-huh. all grown here uh, and infused into a dog treat that chills chills them out a little bit. Uh, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. We're talking with uh, Wes Ritchie. I, That's me. I, I don't know why. I just, I'm just i not good on names <laughs> unless I look at it. and I've got notes on both sides of the paper and upside down and right side up. Wes is one of the uh, co-owners and uh, founders of Treehouse Craft Cannabis, located here in Draken at 61 Silver Lane, where we're broadcasting from today. And their second location at 112 Main Street in Pepperell. They uh, took uh, pretty much an abandoned uh, shopping center, a mall, and kind of a real... You have an order coming in right now of a whole bunch of product. That's a delivery. That's what you're ah, seeing. Ah, there we go. There we go. You can uh, visit them online. Visit treehousema.com. Stop by Drake it. Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. at 61 Silver Lane. Sundays from 10 to 6. Pepperell opens an hour earlier, and that's right in downtown Pepperell very very easy to find the purpose of best buds is to inform and educate listeners about the cannabis industry in massachusetts and i think that is something we do on a regular basis every friday starting at 5 35 and monday nights we run at 6 705 and then of course you can hear any of the programs going back to the beginning by going to your local uh, favorite uh, podcast platform and we have them all uh, up there for you to download and listen to and enjoy. We love doing this. We love talking cannabis. It's and we love having you here all the time, Wes. Thank so, you, Gary. Thank you very much. For WCAP, I'm Gary Francis. Stop by Craft Cannabis, Treehouse Craft Cannabis, and make sure you visit them. Tell them you heard about them here at 980 WCAP. Until next time, I'm Gary Francis. Have a good day. Stay high. There's time in the fridge, but it's time that I can't use Rosemary on the door, in time that I can't use It seems like sage is all the rage with the hippies nowadays But it's fine with wine, Rosemary don't mind that time that I can't use I can't use, I can't
My mind's on the ceiling, my head's on the floor. There's time in the fridge, but I don't care no more. 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 The hippies nowadays, but it's fine with wine. Rosemary, don't mind. Got to.